0: Hello, and welcome back to Better Financial Health in Under 15 Minutes or Less with Envision Financial Planning. I'm Stacy Hyde, and today I'd like to talk a few minutes about financial organization and some sort of best practices for ways to really make managing your finances super easy. Most banks these days offer free bill pay services. If yours doesn't, I'd really encourage you to find a different bank. Um, Also, if it's not easy to use, you may want to look at potentially changing banks. Because the advantage to using online bill pay is it does take a few minutes to set up a bill the first time. You have to input the address, your account number, that sort of thing. But once it's there, most bill pay systems will allow you to say, when does this come due and what's the amount you can always go in and edit it but it's nice to have it in there because then if the bill didn't get delivered or you're out of town you can just go and log into your online banking and pay those bills from anywhere it's also safer to pay your bills through online banking than it is to mail someone a paper check because your bank is going to use one big account they'll debit your account but they're going to send a check and whoever you send that check to or electronic payment they're not going to actually have your account information it's going to show that it came from you and have the correct stuff so it gets posted to your account but they won't actually have one of your checks that they could use for fraudulent purposes so it is safer you're not having to buy stamps you're not having to go to the post office you're not risking having anything stolen out of your mailbox. So from that standpoint, it's very easy. It's also easier because if you spend a few minutes up front to get those bills entered, then each week it should only take you five to ten minutes to log in, pay the bills. You can just stack them on a desk or a corner of your uh, kitchen counter as they come in, and then you can go through and pay those very quickly. The other thing that Vantage you're gonna have is after several months of this, you should be able to take a look at your bank statement and see where your money's going. How much are you spending on debt? If you're trying to get a save up for a mortgage or buy a new car or something like that, in order to get the best rates on any sort of future debt payments, you really want to keep your total debt payments, including rent if you're renting, to be below 28% of your income. You can go up to a maximum of 36, but you're much safer down at 28%. So that's kind of a ratio to keep in mind. It's called a debt to income ratio. So your total income is the bottom number, your debt payments are the top number and this is on a monthly basis and you want that to be less than about 30%. And you can also see where your money's going. How much is going to restaurants, uh, food delivery services? That can be a big source of outflow for a lot of people. Also, what sort of impulsive purchases are going on? You know, how much you're spending at Amazon or Online shopping or Target that you're not really accounting for when you think about how much am I spending. So that's another thing that I think it's important to just get a good feel for. The other thing, and I actually had a client come in the other day and we were looking at everything, and she had done a good job of building her savings, but she still owed about four or five thousand dollars on a credit card. She had more than enough in her savings account to pay off that credit card and when we looked at how much she was earning on that savings account on a monthly basis it was literally three cents but the interest she was paying each month on that credit card was over a hundred dollars so my recommendation to her was pay that off she's like but my savings will go down it's like well but you've managed to build that up over time anyway Without this credit card payment and this credit card interest of $100 a month, you're going to actually save more. And the other advantage is it's going to help her credit score because now her credit utilization, which is the percentage of your credit that you have available that you're using, will go down. And that's a factor in your credit score along with making payments on time and that sort of thing. So, that can be really helpful there. Also, when you don't pay off your credit card bill in full every month, anything you purchase on that credit card, you pay interest from the moment you buy it. You don't get that 25-day grace period from the time that you charge it till you get your statement and the due date. You actually are charged interest immediately. So, that's all the more reason not to carry a balance on a credit card. Plus you're likely paying anywhere from the low side 9% to 18 or 24%. If your credit card balance is such that you cannot pay it off, you really do want to prioritize making that credit card payment go away as quickly as possible. And then you also want to prioritize having $1,000 in savings. Because life happens. You may have to go to the doctor and you've got some copays or deductibles to pay. Your car may need some attention. Having that money there really helps with that. And then also, the fewer debt payments you have, the more you can spend on doing fun stuff. And if you want to take a vacation and start getting back out, as lots of people do, Now that vaccines are readily available and society's opening back up, if you set that money aside and then when you go on vacation, you take some of that money out in cash and you use that to pay, you will enjoy that vacation so much more because you're not going to be paying for it a year from now. So that's really my advice to you is use online bill pay, understand how much you owe and where you're spending your money. And then the last thing is um, it's really nice to get your bank statements online, but be careful. You want to save those into a secure location, either on a computer that you back up, a secure thumb drive, or if you um, use some cloud storage that is secure. (coughs) you want to save those because the banks only make those available for two years. And if you have to go back and prove that you paid something, um, the bank can charge you to provide statements older than two years, whereas you can just save them and then you've got them forever. You don't have to save the paper, which is nice. And then anything like that, you really should shred. Uh, Don't leave it laying around. Um, It has a lot of information that people can use for identity theft. And so, A shredder, a personal shredder, you can get for under $100, and they are well worth it. So I hope that's helpful. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.